2: And the foulest of language, join us
1: in celebrating the old and the new, the best
2: and the worst in horror. You have found the horror returns. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. Based on listener feedback, we do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn it off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume that you guys have already seen the classic film, so there will often be spoilers when discussing anything that's been out for at least a year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys?
1: Hey, what up, man? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, real quick, I want to announce the winner of our uh, Beetlejuice Funko Pop giveaway. It's uh oh, Jasmine Jasmine Bryant from Somerville, South Carolina.
2: All right. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. All across the world. We're like worldwide.
0: Yes. Like like <laughs> Pitbull. That's what we're
2: like. <laughs> uh, ja- so Jasmine won that won that contest. That's that's pretty awesome. We we appreciate you keeping up with us, Jasmine, and, and playing along. What what the hell was the contest anyway, Brian?
1: Um. Okay, I got a hold of an extra. I, c- I collect Funko Pops, and I had an extra uh, Beetlejuice one. So I put up a, on on our a, a different pages a contest. Basically, you had to like our page, share it, and uh, leave a comment on your favorite scene from Beetlejuice. And cool. oh, Jasmine nice. Bryant was the winner. All what right. was your favorite scene? uh the the scene uh, where they were singing the uh what was it uh, the banana song uh, yeah and uh, one owner riders floating good scene <laughs> <laughs> so uh
2: the banana boat
1: yes that uh the funko pop is on the way to you all right and all my, like professional and shit huh my cool of the week I'm actually going to speak on two new shows I checked out um, the first one is uh, Stan Against Evil. Have you guys, oh, okay. Uh, you guys uh, heard of this show? I saw a preview. Yeah,
2: I, have it, uh, uh, I have it DVR'd, but I haven't watched any yet.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, it, it reminds me. It's a little bit of Salem mixed in with Ash really? vs. Evil Dead.
0: Okay, right. yeah, because it gave me a real big Ash vs. Evil Dead kind of
1: tone. Like, yeah, like, just basically... Like, I thought it was a straight
0: ripoff.
1: <laughs> yeah, just basically... Ash versus Evil Dead, but witches. Oh, okay. And yeah, I'm not, not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to give <laughs> anything away. But it, it's it's okay. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a stick with it. Cool. Right. And the second show was a show that I just happened to be on Facebook. Somebody recommended it. Checked it out. It's on uh, BBC America. It is Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency.
2: Oh, I didn't that. know that was out yet. I I love yes. the books. That's uh, Douglas Adams, right?
1: Yeah, I am three oh. episodes in and I'm I'm loving this show.
0: Douglas Adams like Goodbye and thanks for all the fish.
2: Same same guy, Hitchhiker's Guide to There's the Galaxy. One. Okay.
1: I'll watch yeah, that. This, this, show is, yeah, this show is quirky, weird, and just all kinds of awesome. Uh, Elijah Wood's good in it. He's uh, the most recognizable person on the show. There's right? a lot of weird shit, though. Yeah. I really recommend everybody, you know, at least check out the first episode. You know, I could, I could see where people might say it's a little weird and okay. hard to follow, but it's, it's one of those, like, everything connects on the show, even if it doesn't seem like it. It's not like a bunch of random things happening. That's cool. And, um, yeah, those uh, those two are my cool of the week.
2: So is uh, is Dirk Gently a one-hour show or a half-hour show?
1: Uh, I believe it's an hour.
2: Okay, cool. But it moves pretty quickly, huh? Uh,
1: for me, it did, because I had a DVR to uh, – I usually DVR like two or three episodes of a show and watch it that way and then right. let the next three record. Um, It just kind of breezed through the three episodes for me.
2: Cool. Well, I've got uh, I've got my cool of the week and my not so cool of the week to cover uh-huh. uh, in, the, in your tradition, Brian. Where you'll do a not so cool of the week, but
1: uh, cool. I I, I could have did one, but uh, I'm a I'm gonna leave my weather out. <laughs> my right. weather is super shitty up here. <laughs> I'm still wearing a t-shirt
2: <laughs> <laughs> and shorts. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it it actually the snow melted up here. Right. And then it started oh. raining. So basically my whole entire city is one big ice rink. Oh, nice. fun. <laughs> so, but uh, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, my, it's my cool of the week and not so cool of the week are actually the same thing. My cool oh. of the week is, uh, I, did, I did finish a Netflix series called Luke Cage. Okay. Oh. My cool of the week is the first half of the season. My not so cool of the week is the second half of the same of the season of the same show. I think it Uh-oh. completely fucking fell apart. Did you? Either of you guys make it all the way through that yet?
1: I am two episodes from finishing.
2: Ah, I probably. Shouldn't uh, see, have said I'm only anything. like two episodes. It, end, it's man. it's it's
1: fine. I've I've heard a lot of people say the second half is not the best. Or as well, far as, I've, I've even heard people say they totally hated the last episode.
0: I I was worried that that whole, like, 70s Shaft kind of vibe that they got going was going to get old.
2: It got a a little bit tired, but, I mean, for the most part, I was enjoying it. um, Up until they they killed off one particular character who was kind of my favorite villain on the show, and I thought he was going to... Not
1: Luke Cage! (laughs) I thought he was
2: going to (laughs) continue to be the villain.
1: I know who you're talking about.
2: The the part that... you guys want, and I won't spoil a thing on the last two episodes, but what you won't like about the final, what I think people are probably talking about is that it just doesn't wrap anything up. It's basically like mm. the series ends and it's like, okay, where's the next episode? And I'd look down and I said, uh-oh, that was the 13th episode. That's how they ended it?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, come on. Obviously, you know, they're, they're pushing to have another season of it, but, you know, I thought I would have liked them to at least wrapped up The storylines, I thought the other shows did a really good job of doing that. Both seasons of Daredevil ended with their big villains going down without any question. Yeah, they put a
0: little bow on it but still left it open.
2: Well, yeah, and the way Jessica Jones ended, I mean, you know, they definitely wrapped that storyline up big time. Yeah,
1: Uh, I actually hated that ending for Jessica Jones.
2: I I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. Well,
1: I I didn't hate the ending. I just... Uh the purple man was one of the best villains that they've put out in a long time.
2: I would agree. And he's I just hated good. that
1: he's not gonna be around anymore. Yeah. Spoiler. I can see that. Well what did you go, you, uh, what'd you go, man?
2: What'd you get into this week, Phil? <laughs>
0: um, I, I don't know, man. I barely had time to like eat this week. Um <laughs> I watched uh I'm caught up on American horror Story, so that's a plus. Uh I, I'm kind of liking this season. I mean it's it's completely different, and uh, they're kind of breaking the fourth wall like a few times. I don't know. there's a few times where you have to stop and think about what they're doing because it it's such a different kind of concept, you know. It's like they sort of blend all the uh, all the genres of horror together. and they've always kind of done that a little bit, right? But uh, in this one, I think they came at came at it with kind of a fresh approach.
2: Yeah, I'm enjoying it too. Are you watching it, Brian?
1: I'm like five episodes behind. Ooh, I've been okay, having yeah. to. People uh, just it's, start dying
0: real fast. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm. I'm actually. I'm in. I'm in the second half of the season, to where they're doing the reality show.
0: Yeah. So. See, and I like that too, where they split it up kind of into two halves. Yeah. So it's it it. There's no like. There's no slow episodes. It's There's shit going on every single episode,
1: you know? Yeah. And I, I from what I heard, we're getting the next season like rather quickly, too.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. i with that. You want to make the season shorter and, and more exciting and then pump out more of them?
1: That works for me. Yeah, I'm all for it, too.
0: Dude, I don't know. I'm watching uh, Hotel on Netflix, and I, I'm really liking it. I mean, well, I'm, I'm not are, like... Man. I'm not, like, burning through it, like, binge-watching it or anything, but I'm I'm impressed so far.
2: Okay, cool. Glad to hear it. (laughs) I fucking hated it. (laughs) But, you know, that's why we all have our own opinions, right? Yeah. So I guess uh, on that note, uh, as with every show, it's time to take a little trip down to the trailer park. Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week?
1: Okay, we are going to talk about the VHS spinoff, Siren, starring Hannah Fearman, probably mispronounced that name, Chase Williamson, and others, directed by Greg Bishop, and written by David Bruckner. I've heard of him. Yes, he's done uh, some of the stuff for VHS, uh, the movie The Signal, and the only other one I recognized was uh, Southbound.
2: Oh, that's right. The signal had uh, A.J. Bowen in it, didn't it?
1: Yeah, he. I think he's uh, when we did the episode about all the those directors and writers and actors kind of you know working with each other. Um, I think yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, I think he's in that guys? circle. Yeah, I think he's in that circle.
2: Okay, makes okay.
1: sense. How did you guys feel about Siren? As a matter of fact, how, do you uh, you guys remember the the short from VHS? Oh yeah, that, had, that was the best okay. part of that movie, man. I thought that was super cool. I, yeah, I, I think it was.
0: Because 100%. of that, um because of that, I'm a little concerned about him making a full length movie out of it. But the trailer looks pretty good. I mean, it's not gonna be a blockbuster. Uh matter of fact, it, it looks to be I mean it said in theaters or whatever, but it looks to be like a straight to DVD kind of release. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's and, also uh, gonna be on it's also gonna be on VOD the yeah. same day.
0: It, well see, and I'm 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 okay with that. I think having it kind of a uh a fly under the radar kind of horror movie. It kind of works for this one, right?
2: Yeah, I'm, I, I was. I had the same reservations that that uh, you did, Phil, because the segment, the way it was in VHS, was so awesome. And I, I yeah. agree with you hundred percent, man. That was my absolute favorite part of that movie. But now that I've seen the trailer, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of turned around here, guys. I I, mean, I know, right? A- who doesn't want to see a bunch of you know college boy douchebags get picked off one by one? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's always the trailer. Fun. That's always fun, right?
0: The trailer yep. does look really good. Like I, <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised with it. <laughs> like, I kind of want to see this movie.
2: Hell yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, this one's coming out December 2nd, real soon. Awesome. Just,
2: just in time for Christmas.
1: Yep. Another movie coming out December 2nd is Pet, starring Dominic Monaghan, Senea Solo, Jeanette McCurdy, and Nathan Parsons, directed by Charles oh. Torrens. I believe okay. I said his name right. <laughs> Fucking up everybody's name tonight. Charles in Charge? Uh, <laughs> Carl. I guess, Carl's Carl. Charge. Carl's without, a, without the H, I think. That's not a real name. He just made that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, w- I was really interested in this one. This um, yeah, it's uh, actu- the previous confusing, act- huh? Yeah, I actually seen my wife watch this one, and and it, it kind of uh, got her interest too with the the kind of switch there in the middle of the trailer. Right? Yeah,
0: like you can't tell who's who's in charge or who's uh, you know the bad guy here.
2: Well, you you said it. Carl's in charge, man. <laughs> But, yeah. This, um, this this looks this looks like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and I heard it's getting a lot of buzz in the like the the film circuit, uh, the festivals, and stuff like that. Right. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm uh, it's another one I'm uh, interested in checking out that's uh, coming out real soon, December second. Yeah, I'm definitely down to watch this one. It, it, I don't know what to think of it.
0: They didn't give you a whole lot to go on. They gave you just enough in the preview to to make you want to watch it. mm Hmm. Which is, you know, their job so that
1: works. Okay, uh, moving on to the next one. We got The Eyes of My Mother starring a bunch of people I never heard of. <laughs> and directed by somebody I didn't get his name. Apologize. Yeah,
0: boy, you want to talk about different. This oh, has man. different yes.
1: written all over it.
2: <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish I had seen this one, guys. I'm, I missed this one.
0: Oh it you looks missed super, this one super yeah weird
2: haven't, haven't
0: this kind
1: one of yet. thing, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me kind of describe it to you. It opens with a guy, it looks like you know he's been beat up or hit over the head with something, and he has a little girl like picking what was a glass out of his face or something hmm. and um uh, kind of like questioning him on you know why did you do this? you know, have you done this before? It kind of gave me like a like a a vibe that he kind of broke in somewhere or tried to hurt somebody really yeah and then he asked the little girl are you going to kill me and she said why would I do that you're my friend or you're my only friend or something like that and then the guy's like well what are you going to do and then it kind of gives like a a view of him I guess he's all chained up okay so I yeah it looks like it's going to be crazy
0: that is not at all the preview that I saw are you sure? Yeah, I saw one. The one that I was watching started out with uh, like these two women, and they were like baking a cow's head.
2: <laughs> that's a little different, man.
0: Yeah. Huh. Let me let me. Ask and it was it was like super indie Sundance. Uh, was it, was, I mean, it was, was it was it was it black and white? Uh, there were some black and white scenes to it. It, it might
1: be the same movie. Ask. You might have watched. It might have watched.
0: Was. It'd be two different uh two totally different trailers, you know, for the same movie.
1: Yeah. But it it looked like it's gonna be crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks weird and uh like the Is there a, kind of a psycho chick who seems to be in
1: her late twenties? The trailer I seen. Uh, now I think we might have seen two different trailers. Okay. <laughs> the, the the one I seen had a little girl in it. Right. She might have been at the most maybe ten years old. Okay. Oh. Okay. And that's where it kind of got me. Like, how does this little girl have this have this grown man chained up? Telling him, not, I'm I'm not going to kill you. You're <laughs> you're my friend
2: well was it uh hey guys was uh the one you saw brian was it completely in black and white
1: the trailer yes
2: okay i think you saw the one that's coming out and it looks like it's also slated for a december 2nd release that's gonna be a big week for horror
1: yes
2: um but i'm reading a little bit up on it here and it says that it was uh it was heavily influenced by a uh, japanese film called audition have you ever seen that one? Oh, yes so it should have that audition vibe to it a little bit. Uh,
1: then that probably means there's going to be a lot of torture in this movie.
2: Kind of a torture torture porn movie, huh?
1: Yeah, but it's it
2: looked the eyes very of my mother, right? Yeah, it looked
1: really well made. Mm-hmm. What the heck?
0: I'm so, wigged out right now. I'm going to go ahead and watch.
1: Done, I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of intrigued in the movie you were talking about.
0: <laughs> it looked interesting.
1: It was different. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to different watch different. that trailer now. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, December 2nd is going to be a big week for horror. There's also no a, kidding. There's also going to be another Blumhouse movie coming out December 2nd. No, uh, Incar- Incarnate.
2: Oh, with, uh, I have no interest in that one. I, I, I remember we watched that a few weeks ago.
1: Did yeah.
0: We?
1: Anyway,
0: if yeah. I didn't remember it, probably ain't good.
1: okay <laughs> hey, our... Final trailer is probably the biggest biggest release out of all the trailers we're talking about. Is Life starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, Rebecca Ferguson, and others. This is directed by Daniel Espinosa, who uh, previous movies he did was Child 44 and Safe House with Denzel. Okay. Ooh. So this one looks good, man.
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: it looks really good.
0: I'm
1: telling
2: you, you put
0: Ryan Reynolds and Chris Pratt in a movie together, that's what they need to do. And it would, like, Hollywood
1: would explode. If I I kind of, I'm agreeing with you. If this movie makes a lot of money and if, uh, what was the Chris Pratt one? Passengers? Right. If oh, that makes
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Sense, I'm pretty sure we'll see them in a movie within a year cool. or
0: two. That would be cool. And you put them in a superhero movie together? Stick Deadpool in with Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's see
1: what happens. <laughs> that, that would be amazing, but right now Fox, Fox ain't letting go of Deadpool. I know. Oh, well, and rightly so.
0: <laughs> they finally got one. They finally
2: got
1: but, one. But, you know, actually, we'll get into some Deadpool news uh, later on. Oh, yeah, right. I heard about that. Um. Yeah, this one really intrigues me, you know, the whole them discovering, you know, actual life, an organism out there, and... Aliens. Ba- yeah, basically, you know, just leave, leave other organisms alone. That's what I got from this. Shouldn't have been touching it.
2: Yeah, I kind of um, got an, alien. I got an alien vibe from it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Kind of uh, a, almost a like Prometheus kind of thing, right?
1: Sure. And yeah, I also a little bit of species. You guys ever see species?
2: Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think it's going to, you know, and it's got the other aspect, too, because it kind of seems like that scene where the guys got the organism on him and it kind of seems like the crew is kind of split because some of them are like, we're not opening this door. And others are like, no, open that door right now. And I think that's going to be real, real interesting to see, especially they're confined into this little spaceship or space station or whatever it is. Sure.
2: Oh yeah, Looks that's cool. really gonna play into it. That 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 sounds yeah. that sounds like it's gonna be a really good movie.
1: Yeah, a straight sci-fi movie, man. I'll watch mm-hmm. that any day. Yeah, this one will be out May twenty fourth of next year. Cool. And uh, that's pretty much all our trailers. But just real quick, did you guys uh, get the Wonder Woman trailer with uh, Doctor Strange, the new one? I Hell, did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did this get guys get you more pumped for the movie, or, or kind of? Less. I'm psyched about it. I like it. I
0: like the theme song. I like the outfit. I like Gal Gadot. Everything about it looks
1: awesome. Yeah, I totally agree
2: with you. I'm kind of thinking that a, we, a good show might be to do uh, this one along with Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's sort of what it seems like. I mean, it's, you know? it's kind of a like kind a, a throwback in the World War II kind of era. Yeah, yeah,
1: makes sense. Oh well, that Why one's the best show. Yeah, that show was in the books <laughs> then. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Life was, uh, that was our last trailer for the all right. trailer
0: park. Yeah, the trailers in general for Doctor Strange were just kick ass. I can't get enough of that Logan trailer. I'll watch that all day.
2: You, you know, know what? Ass? You know what, guys? We were talking about that la- uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I was uh-huh. telling you I was kind of nonplussed by the Logan trailer. I'm I'm sold now, having seen it again before the uh, Doctor Strange movie. I'm sold,
0: especially on the big screen. Right? Yeah, that Absolutely. made a difference. Oh man, I'm so stoked about that one. Like yeah. I'll I'll watch it all day. That one, and then they had uh, the Wonder Woman trailer. They had uh, I can't remember what else, but they were all really kick ass. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy.
2: Yeah, that's right. They did show Guardians of the... It was, it was the same teaser, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like seen. a full-blown trailer.
1: Yeah, I was a little yeah. disappointed. There was supposed to be rumors there was going to... Since it was Doctor Strange, there was going to be a full trailer. Because I yeah. guess... Uh, if you were at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, they got a full trailer there. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Because,
0: but... yeah, the teaser trailer is not really selling me on that movie yet. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, you know they don't really have to do much, but <laughs> they didn't do much in the trailer to excite me like the most exciting part about it is the song
1: hmm <laughs> okay, uh, we forgot to report on a couple of things just want to really quick um, Ted V. Mickles, uh, he's a cult horror filmmaker, he passed away from complications of colon cancer mm, and also, uh, Steve Dillon, uh, one of the comic book artists for Preacher, he also passed away recently, too. So I just wanted to say RIP to those two. Definitely. Okay. Um, real. Okay. Moving on to the next thing. Uh, let's see here. The Flatline is uh, remake has been pushed from August 18, 2017 to September 29, 2017. Doesn't seem like a big uh, delay there.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't. Is there anybody big in that
1: uh they're bringing um what's his name back Kiefer. Yeah. yeah yeah, so i I don't know how it's a remake when you're bringing back somebody from the original movie, so all
0: right.
1: a little confused on that one.
0: <laughs> it just seems like a strange movie to remake to me, but yeah
1: know, i I when we had talked about it before, I felt like they already kind of did with uh, the one with Olivia Wilde. oh yeah, yeah. The Lazarus Effect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Olivia Munn is in talks to join the cast of Shane Black's The Predator. Ooh.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I could see I could see her in that. She now, is that like a
0: new...
1: Lately? Is that a new Predator movie, or is it like a remake of the original, or what? It is a direct sequel to the original one. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so Philip,
2: it, it kind of pretends like... Uh, like two and three and predators and all that alien versus predator shit didn't happen.
0: That's probably the best approach to take. Although I did yeah. like
2: Predator too. Yeah, I I, say- I yeah, I like the whole
1: the Predator being in the in the city. Yeah. I just I didn't I just didn't see, you know, Danny Glover chasing him down. I just I never <laughs> bought that.
0: I'm too old for this shit, come back here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was waiting every, When I first I seen it, I was waiting for him to say it a couple times.
2: <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, moving on from one Glover to the next, uh, I think we talked about it a little. I think you mentioned it before, Lance. Uh, Donald Glover has officially been casted as Lando Calrissian. Yeah, Han is,
2: by any chance, have you guys seen that show Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I love Atlanta.
2: I heard he is, it no. is really good.
1: Yes, want, he is. I want like, to watch it. He is not only the star; he's a writer on the show and a producer.
0: That's what I've heard. He's also
1: he's also a rapper, is he not? Yes, he's also a comedian too. He's <laughs> he's had a stand up special out. This guy is multi talented. I'm telling you, what's his rap name? It's like Childish, Childish Gambino.
2: Gambino or some. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've heard a couple of his songs. They're not bad. <laughs> yeah, he is he is very talented. And uh, watching, uh, if you guys haven't checked Atlanta out, watch it. You can see his talent come out. Especially the writing of the show, I'll um, totally watch that. Yeah, I am all for this. I, I really kind of—I was gonna, you know, I was gonna watch Han Solo the movie anyways because it's Star Wars, cool. but cool. it wasn't like high on my list. Mm-hmm. But this kind of gets it up there,
0: right? They can slap any kind of
1: uh, trash out there and put a Star Wars label on, and I'll watch it. Okay, uh, where are we at? Okay, here we go. Uh, Screenwriters Damian Shannon and Mark Swift, who previously have written Freddy vs. Jason and the Friday the 13th remake, are writing the Starship Troopers reboot. Are you guys interested in a Starship Troopers reboot?
0: Not particularly, but I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it comes out. I, you know, that movie got a whole lot of, like, it, it, it had kind of a cult following.
1: And uh never really got it. Yeah, I, I, I love the movie. I remember yeah. it in the theater. I don't necessarily think it needs to be rebooted, because me, being a fan of the original, to me, that movie holds up. You know, it's I mean, it's cheesy, but it's cheesy on purpose, I feel.
0: Oh, well, yeah.
1: So I kind of feel like a reboot, they're going to do away with all that.
0: Yeah, they probably will because they're gonna have to t- take kind of a different approach to it. I don't know. It's 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 kind of a weird movie to be remaking. I mean, are, are they like remaking it
1: or is it Starship Starship Troopers two? I've well, there's been like Starship Troopers four. So. Oh, has? There? Yeah, know. they're they're, they're horrible. They are horrible. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: from, uh, everything I've read, it's it's a reboot. Hmm. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next thing here. Uh, Stephen King's The Dark Tower has been pushed from February 2017 to sometime in the summer to be ter- determined. You guys think this is a bad thing?
2: I don't know. It could be good or it could be bad, you know? just sort of depends on how they, how they treat it. Do you know who's set to direct or anything?
1: Um... I thought I read that Ron Howard was directing. I could what? be wrong. Yeah, let me uh, let me fact check.
2: Uh, me okay, fact I mean, I would say he's awesome, but the last couple of movies he's directed have been pretty shitty. And that that new movie based on the Dan Brown novel that just came out apparently just fucking sucked.
0: Oh, is that the In- Inferno? All oh, right, I don't <laughs> it's, I don't know it's, that I ever read that
2: one. I've read all the but, books. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was kind of far fetched, but all of all of Dan Brown's books are far fetched.
0: Yeah, well, and I've read the books and I really liked them. And I thought that the uh, the Da Vinci Code, the movie, and all that, I, th- I thought was was pretty okay. Wasn't I
2: mean, it's too bad. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I
0: mean, I don't know if they were Tom Hanks caliber,
1: but right. Okay, I I was mistaken. He's a producer on it. Okay, it is directed uh, okay. by Nikolov Arsel.
2: Uh, oh, that guy.
1: Which, yeah, I'm butchering names all night. And uh, <laughs> let's see, check out his filmography. All right,
2: hey, uh, Brian as 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 they would say on one of the other podcasts you and I listen to, Nicule Arcel. <laughs>
1: that actually sounds a lot closer than what I said. Probably so. <laughs> I am
2: Nicolai not Chessler? I am Hello? not
1: recognizing anything he's made other than he was a write a screenwriter for the girl with the dragon tattoo.
2: Really? Movie. The the American the American version or the uh, the original Swedish version? The original. Okay, that makes sense.
1: So um, yeah, I don't. I thought I thought February was the perfect time for this. You know, they're kind of throwing this into a summer blockbuster area, yeah, right? That's probably nice idea. So, but but then again, they might feel like because this is supposed to be a series, so they might feel like this is a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I but they're so. going to have They're going to be going up against
1: like superhero movies and shit. Yeah. And uh as as far as right now, they they just said sometime in the summer, so I don't even know hmm. if it even comes out in the summer. Well, and we, uh
2: we yeah. shall, we shall find out, won't we? We'll all find out together, guys. Yep.
1: Yeah. And speaking of the girl with the dragon tattoo, Fede Alvarez, director of Evil Dead and Don't Breathe, is in talks to direct the sequel, which will be called The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is actually the fourth book in okay. the series. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Interesting. That would be way outside of his normal wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of feel like maybe he he's had pretty two pretty big... You know, as far as in the horror genre, thriller, right? Pretty big successes there. So he might be trying to branch out to other movies.
2: Hmm. So would this and, have the same cast? Uh, was wasn't it Rooney Mara and then uh, the guy who plays James Bond now? weren't weren't they in the the original American version I, of the first one? I,
1: Yes, I think she's coming back, but I don't think he's trying to come back. Daniel Ooh. Craig.
2: Ooh, that would be that would be rough though to to transition from him being in the first one to being a different a completely different actor. That wouldn't make any yep. sense.
1: But you yeah. know, sometimes I don't I don't get that guy cuz he's right. not really trying to do James Bond either and they're throwing all kinds of money at him. Yeah, so he's- Daniel Craig.
2: He's kinda of hit or miss for me. I mean, I, I thought he was really good in you guys ever see that movie Layer Cake? Yes. He really he really sold it in that one for me, but I don't I don't he's not my favorite James Bond by far, you know? Yeah. Well, I understand.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I think he did bring something new to the James Bond thing. I do like Daniel Craig as James Bond and I'll defend that. Mostly in Casino Royale. But uh, I don't even think I've seen the latest one.
2: Until they have the balls to make Idris Elba the next James Bond, I'm out of that franchise. He would, he really? would be the perfect James Bond for, for our generation.
1: Think so? I would love to see that. I'd like to see that. That'd be cool.
2: You know, the perfect mixture of suave and yet dangerous. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. there's. I think there's still a lot of people that can pull it off. Daniel Craig was a different kind of James Bond than they normally go with.
2: I think Sean Bean could have done it at one time, but I think he's probably a little bit past, you know, being, being able to step in there age wise.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't people just expect him to die in a movie though?
2: (laughs) In the, in the first movie. (laughs) At the end. Probably get beheaded, right?
1: That guy guy has died in so many movies. Right. (laughs) Okay. uh, A couple more things here. Um, We got another Stephen King. Uh, Netflix show coming this time it's uh, for the uh, no we got another one for um, I'm not familiar with this one either Uh, 1922 what yeah this one's gonna be starring
2: I'm a huge King fan and I don't even know what the hell that is
1: yeah um. This is going to be starring Thomas Jane and Molly Parker. And I'm not f- familiar with Molly Parker. And I looked her up. She's be- uh she's been on House of Cards and Deadwood.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So the names I know. Aren't familiar. Yeah, I know nothing about 1922. So.
2: 1922. Are you sure? Yes. Is it based on a short story or something? Maybe.
1: It might be. I don't know. It seems like. I don't know. Maybe Netflix has struck some kind of deal because this is uh, the second show that they're doing that's popped up in the, probably last month.
2: Hey, I'm all for it, man. I love Stephen King stories.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like okay. So, uh, hopefully here in the next coming weeks there's more information on it. All right. Okay, uh, Michael Doherty. Uh, people may know him as the writer-director of Trick or Treat and Krampus. Sure. He is writing the script for Godzilla 2 and is possibly in negotiations to direct. Hmm. wish they'd just leave that one alone. <laughs> oh, they they have plans for this in King Kong.
2: Yes, I've uh, heard about all uh, those plans, man.
1: See how it goes. Which, I didn't completely hate Godzilla. There was a lot a bad lot more bad than good
2: No I disagree but, I I thought there was more good than bad man I I enjoyed it
1: Yeah but as far as the stuff that I didn't like I just I hope they heard what people have said about it and correct it And I heard in the second one we're we're getting a lot more monsters for Godzilla to fight You know what? All the,
0: like I, I think crap. they
1: new movies
0: that they made out of that stuff kind of blend together to me. Like, I can't even remember what the last Godzilla was. I, it, Matthew Broderick sticks in my head. I know that wasn't the last one. That, <laughs> that one was
1: no, the last one had, uh, what's his name? Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, it did. That's right. <laughs> he was a, like a military dude, right? Yeah, and uh, it was okay. weird because they had uh, Elizabeth Olsen as his wife. Oh, boy. But then... Uh, right after that, they played brother and sister in the Avengers. So it was a oh, little yeah. weird. <laughs>
0: well, see, and, and I,
1: that's why. Because I, I it was all right, but it was kind of forgettable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my problem was because I, I got sold on a movie with Brian Cranston.
2: Yeah, didn't get too much of him in that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably he had, what, maybe a screen time of 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. it's all in Air
2: Force One. So.
1: But I'm a, I'm a big fan of these giant monster movies, so I'll be there. And I really like, Trick or Treat is like one of my every Halloween movies I watch. Right, <laughs> I've seen that. And one. <laughs> Krampus uh, Krampus might be one of my every Christmas movies I would throw in there. So cool. I'm totally I'm watching interested it to this see Christmas. where he's going seen. with this. I I enjoy it. My my six year old loves it. I don't know yeah. why, but
2: Oh loves Krampus. She's
1: <laughs> Yeah, she I didn't know where we was going with the whole with the kids' Halloween episode. There was some movies that she wanted to talk about and I'm like, No, don't mm-hmm. don't bring those up. People are gonna be asking me why why are you watching these movies? Right. <laughs> but uh Krampus is one of her new uh movies and I told her, you know, we'll we'll save that for Christmas. That's cool. Well, hey, man, my little one kind of grew up watching The Walking Dead with me. So <laughs> She actually does not like The Walking Dead. No? Yeah, she says no. it's boring. Nothing happens.
0: My, my three-year-old asked me if we were going to watch Zombies today. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, Bad Parenting 101.
2: <laughs> nah, not at all, man. All, all, uh, all the kids are into that show, man. All the cool, all the cool kids watch The Walking Dead.
1: There you go. (laughs) Yeah, one more quick little news thing. This one was uh, was going to ask you how you felt about this, Lance, since uh, you're watching Mr. Robot. Uh
2: huh.
1: Uh, Rami Rami Malek has been cast as Freddie Mercury in the biop, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: I can see that. I think that makes sense. I will bet you he would make a good Freddie Mercury. I really
1: do.
2: Yeah, I can. I can see it too, man. It's you. You just blew me away with that one. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah, that. that yeah, a little. That could be a little off the
1: subject new story. I. I actually. I like the original casting for it, but he dropped out. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh yeah, oh, I heard okay. about it. He yeah, had more of a, like a Freddie Mercury yeah, look. He looks like Freddie Mercury. But I, I guess huh. because of the, the delay in the in the project, he dropped out. But okay, uh, just
0: he had another wanted your app,
1: opinion please? since you're. Yeah, just wanted your opinion since you were watching Mr. Robot.
2: Yeah, I I, can, I'm not I can really see that for sure. I'm, I'm with you on this show. one, Philip. I, I think he, he could do a good job. You, you just really shocked me when you said that. That was one of those things that you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh,
0: so, our new listener, Gene Turner from North Logan, Utah, writes, I just started listening to your podcast. I'm really liking it. I'm on episode 19. Do we have 19 episodes? Is that crazy? What the fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, another wrong, great man. podcast. In my subscriptions. Cool. Um, also, a uh, friend of the show, Kevin Nez, took Umbridge with us and uh, our reviews of Witchboard. He said, man, uh, I should have been on your Witchboard show because I would have defended that movie to the end. I love Witchboard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That makes one of us.
1: <laughs> no kidding, right? Right. Like I love you, Kev, but you're wrong, man. <laughs> oh, by the way, Lance, uh, excellent show you had with uh, Kevin.
2: Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah, I was on on. His I just show.
1: I just have one. I, I just have one
2: correction. Okay.
1: I am not in my twenties. I am nowhere near my twenties.
2: Yeah, Philip had to correct <laughs> me on that too. Not man. either. I thought you guys were both in your twenties for some reason.
1: <laughs> no, I am thirty six. So I just act like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too.
2: All right. Well, you know, nobody's perfect,
1: but it, it was a, it, you guys had an excellent show though.
2: Thanks dude. Yeah. That's the Mac podcast. I don't know. If, I, I know we've talked about it before, but, uh, if any of our listeners want to want to listen to a, a guy that's real laid back, really cool, super into horror movies. And he, he really talks about pretty much everything on that show. So, I, r- I always like to listen listen to to whatever uh, whatever Kev has to say, man.
0: Wish I could have been there for that one. I'm yeah, he's so freaking busy with work and stuff, man.
2: Oh, uh, we'll, life gets in the way,
0: you know. <laughs> we'll be do, we'll be doing some more crossovers for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll I'll be there, man. Uh, but anyway, thanks uh thanks to everybody who reaches out to us. Uh, we love the feedback as always. Um, and you can. Re- us at our Facebook or Podbean page or you can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com We love to hear from you. Keep shooting us emails, writing us junk on Facebook. Uh, However you want to get a hold of us, man. Let's let's do it. We'll get you on the air.
2: And now it's time to discuss this week's featured attractions. It's Magic Week at The Horror Returns. We review the newest Marvel Universe offering, Doctor Strange... And also talk about Christopher Nolan's 2006 film, The Prestige. So, as always, we'll start with a little bit of trivia for the first film we're going to discuss, which is The Prestige. This film came out in 2006, directed by Christopher Nolan, also known for Memento, Inception, and, of course, the Dark Knight trilogy. Go Batman. Writers were Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan. Besides extensive work with his brother, Jonathan is also the head writer of the new Westworld series. Uh, have you guys checked that out?
1: I haven't. I heard um, good I've only seen the first episode, but uh, it 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 hooked me. Cool. I'm I'm going to check out the series.
2: I'm in I'm in the same boat with Phil. I've, I've I haven't seen any yet, but I've got them all DVR'd, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. The word prestige originally meant a trick. From the Latin, prestigium, meaning illusion. Six of the film's stars have played roles in several comic book films. Both Christian Bale and Michael Caine have appeared as Batman and Alfred, respectively, in Christopher Nolan's own Dark Knight trilogy. Hugh
0: Wolverine Jackman, versus Batman, yeah. <laughs>
2: hey, as we've talked about earlier tonight, Hugh Jackman played or is still playing Wolverine in the X-Men franchise.
0: For the time being.
2: For the time being. Scarlett Johansson played Black Widow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe franchise. Rebecca Hall appeared as Maya Hansen in Iron Man 3. I don't remember that one, do you?
0: Was she Rebecca who Hall. was she the chick in the beginning that died?
2: Uh, yeah,
1: I oh, think so. No, I, I remember her. You do remember her? Uh, Rebe- yes. Uh, are you guys
2: familiar with Iron Man 3? Uh, Somewhat. I've only seen it once. It's been a while. Yeah, she was the yeah.
1: scientist that you thought was oh. Tony's friend, and then she double-crossed him. And ah, then, that's right. And it, okay. Yeah, okay. I believe that was her.
0: That was the one with all the Iron Mans, right?
1: Yes. Okay.
2: Andy Serkis played Captain Haddock in The Adventures of Ten-Ten, as well as Ulysses Clow in Avengers Age of Ultron, which I saw just a couple of weeks ago, so I remember that really well. Uh, and then final piece of trivia, Sam Mendes had shown it, You guys familiar with him? Yes. American Beauty. That's that's actually possibly oh. my, meh, probably second favorite film after The Matrix of 99, in 1999. Uh, he'd oh. shown interest in adapting Christopher Priest's novel for the big screen, but Priest insisted that Christopher Nolan directed the film. Based on his love for both Following as well as Memento, so that's the trivia for the Prestige. Uh, Philip, I think you've seen it most recently. Do you want to uh, do a magic act and uh, tell us tell us all about this movie and the good parts, the bad parts, and what the hell it's about? Man, you said the ending was clear <laughs> as day. So I want—I definitely want to hear what you have to say about that because
0: I, I thought they made a it bit. pretty clear as day. Uh, no, I I I really I really enjoyed this one. It's a uh, it's Christopher Nolan. Um. It, and like you said, he did the Dark Knight trilogy. It's not; it's probably not as good as the Batman stuff, but uh, I think it's on par with that. It's, it's definitely got a Christopher Nolan feel to it, and uh, I don't know. I I think I liked the way that they wrapped everything up in a little bow because I think that the the ending was very clear cut. They had a lot of twists and turns that you probably didn't see coming until at least towards the end. But they gave you enough to be able to see it coming without knowing it at the beginning of the movie, you know? So you feel like you're smart when you go, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> but but they do kind of make it a little obvious towards the end. Um, I, I thought it was really good, man. They kept my attention pretty much the whole time. It takes a super serious uh, approach to... Uh, like old school magicians, and it's kind of a throwback to when they had, you know, real magicians. Like you remember, uh, what was the dude in the eighties? What was his name? I used to watch all of his uh, specials. Oh,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, you ta- you're talking about today, David Copperfield.
0: David Copperfield, man, that was a real magician. There's no David Copperfield right now. You know who? D- David Blaine. That guy's not David Copperfield. Come on. <laughs> But uh, it's it's also kind of a uh, a take on Thomas Edison and uh, the Nikola Tesla and uh, the whole electricity thing because that's about the time frame that this film was in and uh, I, it's got some
1: craziness to it, man. I it it kept my attention the whole time and I really liked. It. I this is probably I probably haven't seen this movie since it came out and um, so. Oh, this is probably my second time seeing it. I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed the acting. This movie is just straight up a movie about obsession. Yeah, these See, guys this is just the obsessed about. Yeah, th- these two just obsessed so much with th- how the other one did the trick that right. they just did not care about anything else. And uh, like one one scene that pointed out, like with Hugh Jackman when. Scarlett Johansson's basically telling him, you know, think about your wife, and he was like, "I don't care about her." Yeah. You know, all he wants, all he wants to know is how he did the trick, so I can do it better.
0: The price you pay for greatness.
2: Yeah, and
1: <laughs> I, I, th- I mean, there was a couple things I thought was real convenient, like how fast they found Hugh Jackman a a double that looked exactly like him. Right. <laughs> no kidding. Right. I that, that was. I, exactly I thought that was pretty convenient. Like and that guy was an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean this, this, this movie was full. This movie is filled with assholes, though. Yeah. Especially <laughs> like like I said, when you get into the whole obsession of of finding out something, and hey, these guys are both like I said, this is the trade, second time I've seen it. You know. Yeah. And that's, Completely. that
0: completely—that was that was the point. And they 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 kind of allude to that. It's got kind of a, a sixth, sixth sense, sense thing going. So when you watch it for the second time, you see a lot of things that you didn't see the first time.
2: Hmm, that's an that's an interesting point, Philip.
0: Because I mean, even at the very beginning, when they're trying to figure out, uh, Michael Caine sends him. Which Michael Caine is awesome in this movie, by the way. Uh, yes, but he sends him to uh, to look at uh, this. Little old Asian man's magic
2: act. Oh, that's and they said, right. Sure.
0: figure out this trick. And uh, that plays a key role in the whole rest of the movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. just yes. a whole lot of foreshadowing.
1: But, yeah, I, this movie's fantastic. You know, I, I'm really glad we picked this one because I almost this might be up there with my Nolan films, actually, to be honest.
0: I think so. it's up there with Batman, man. I, I really like it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. And it has Scarlett Johansson. I mean, come on now. Yep, she was high. gorgeous in this movie. I
0: mean, she's gorgeous in every movie, but she was definitely gorgeous in this
1: one. Agreed.
0: As a magician's assistant, come on.
2: One thing one thing I hadn't remembered quite as much from because I'd only seen this movie once before. And for some reason I thought Bowie only David Bowie only showed up for like you know, like one little scene or something like that is Tesla where they oh, were out there lighting the light bulbs. He had a pretty big part in this. Holy
0: shit. Like I knew I knew who that guy was. I had no idea that it was David Bowie. Sure, man. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, but it, it was pretty cool the way they took the whole uh, Tesla versus Edison uh, urban legend or story because I mean, of course, you, you guys have heard all the stories that basically, you know, Ed, Edison used his power or whatever his influence to kind of drive Tesla out. But apparently, Tesla yeah. was really onto a lot, a lot more efficient ways, and he was much more of a genius, as everyone says, than, than Edison ever was. Edison, well, they say, was just kind of like a hardworking, sort of like a you know, like a blue collar type guy where he just tried mm. things and failed over and over and over and over and over again, but he just kept working at it, whereas they say Tesla was an actual certified genius. So I thought it was kind of you know neat how they put that into the story. I'm not yeah. convinced that Tesla wasn't a flim-flam man in this, though. I'm not completely convinced. And, Philip, you said the ending is clear as day. I'm not so sure he really was creating clones. If he wasn't just bullshitting everybody, like he had a whole bunch of hats sitting out in the field to make it kind of look like he was cloning the hats. I mean, what do you think about that, Brian? Was he really pulling it off? Was that machine really working or was it just a Rube Goldberg type of contraption? I
1: I honestly felt like he was making clones. I don't I think he invented something for a he different purpose. Yeah, had he, he
0: clones in the in the uh, in the water tanks
1: yeah i think he intended to uh, i think he intended to make a teleportation device and ended up making a cloning machine right yeah but he he had told him the machine's not ready and i believe when he had sent him that that box with the machine to the hotel right I didn't. Didn't he say it? Wasn't the instructions uh, were to destroy it or something, and not yes. to use it?
2: Yeah, that was one of the he, biggest yeah. biggest parts there toward the end. He knew
0: that he wasn't going to destroy it, and he he was going to use it because of who he was and the whole obsession thing, right? But I think that he did it right. He said, "Look, I'm going to do a hundred shows, and then that's it. I'm done."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, I mean, killing yourself night after night. And, has uh, got to take a toll. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> you
2: know? pretty rough way to make a living,
1: huh? Yeah, as, especially
2: as,
0: since it's it's his clone that keeps on living.
1: Yeah, as you know? he said in the movie, he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty. Yeah, I kind of seen the... Yeah, it, I think it was pretty obvious what the, the whole uh, Christian Bale angle was with the twin...
0: Right. Yeah. See, and that it didn't it didn't click for me until he was in jail and and talking to the guy at the end because uh, his brother or uh, you know with the, the guy with the mustache, Balin pretending to be the whole time. Yeah, right. Kind of hang. Yeah, it kind of hangs out in the background the whole time. You don't really see him except in a few scenes up until the end. Yeah, so, so I think that they don't make it obvious until then.
2: So you so you guys you guys think that the uh, that the technology was. Was real? You think this was like some real "quote unquote" magic going on that Tesla yeah. invented?
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely.
2: Well, there is, there is a quote from uh, author uh, Arthur C. Clarke, science fiction author, and he sa- famously said one time, "Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic." So, you know, I guess it is possible that that he might have created something like that. You know, I'm just um, I'm just having trouble wrapping my head you know, my head around it because, I mean, obviously the whole urban legend is that Edison uh, kept all of these things that Tesla invented from being, you know, released to the public. So who's to say something like this might not have happened, but I don't know. I mean, that seems like a pretty big feat to clone somebody like that with a machine. you know? Yeah.
1: It kind of, kind of seemed like Edison was a thug. Like he had, he had, <laughs> right. he had little goons he sent to burn True. people's yeah,
2: but hey, In the look, movie. Look, at, yeah. look at it this yeah. way too, though. Te- Tesla was always uh, he he was always really really uh, happy to get more money from the guy. Remember? I mean, you sure he wasn't just just stringing him along for for more cash to to fund his research here?
0: Well, I mean, there were you saw the clones, though.
2: But did you really? I mean, this is a movie about illusions. Did did we really see clones, or did? Uh, you know, was that something else? Did maybe he have a brother no. or something?
0: I think you're thinking way too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know, in real life, right. Nikola Tesla invented, you know, the alternating current, which obviously is a lot more efficient than, uh, than direct current. But either way, electricity is still kind of like magic. I, I'm an electrician, you know. I, I, I still don't claim to know this stuff.
2: Well, I'm a master you, you, would, you would know far better <laughs> than the other
0: two of us on the panel Yeah, Yeah, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm a master electrician. I've been doing this a long time. Right. And uh, and I still uh, I don't know everything about electrical theory, you know? I, and electrical engineers that I run into don't know everything about electrical theory, you know? They know different stuff than I do. And uh, it it is still kind of like magic, and I think that's why they brought the Edison – tesla thing into it because that's sort of what electricity is you know and right. uh but no I, I think that for movie purposes I, I i think they made it pretty clear what happened and that's sort of a christopher nolan kind of thing he wasn't gonna leave it wide open you know he's gonna wrap it up in a nice little bow and say this is our nice little ending mm-hmm. no more questions you know
2: okay Fair enough. I, I still have some questions, but, you know, maybe maybe that's just me, you know? Maybe, like you <laughs> said, I'm trying to read way too much into this thing. Oh, I, I think so, man. Because
0: I I mean, they showed him shooting his own clone when, when he walked through the thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they showed the rows and rows and rows of uh, the water tanks with him dead inside. Right. And I think that it was a... I don't think that it was planned that uh, Christian Bale walks in on him while he's doing the trick. But I think he took advantage of him while he did. Mm-hmm. And, and put him to jail.
2: Right. Or sure. put, Finally put,
0: put, him put him in put jail. His, yeah. Put his
2: enemy away once and for all, huh?
0: Yeah. Framed him for his own murder, which was going to happen anyway. Sure. <clears throat> so I think yeah, they you- saw him coming a mile away.
2: Yeah, this is a this is a really good movie, guys. I mean, it's it, like you guys said, it's all about obsession. It, yeah, it's all about competition and the unhealthy side of of competition. And you know, what's oh, funny yeah. is that it. I think it overlays the stories between these two magicians, and then it's got the uh, the concurrent storyline going with, um, um, you know, with the two with the two uh, masters of electricity, as it were.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. So who's the good guy in this movie?
2: I don't know if there Nobody. is a good guy. Brian. I don't
0: think there is either. I don't think there is either. Uh, who do you who do you who do you side with on
1: this? You know, um, uh, that's hard because I mean, you got Christian Bale and his twin. They kept up this the well, illusion that there was only one person, right? And they were, a hurting. And a half
0: yeah, they the were hurting. Yeah, they were
1: hurting a lot of people. Yeah, and I would have said Hugh Jackman because in the beginning it was about finding in the out.
0: Beginning, I yeah, think it was about
1: getting revenge for his wife. Yeah, he was But then when he's he he seen this, go ahead.
0: Oh, well, yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Hugh Jackman was yeah, he was may have gone a little overboard in trying to get his re- revenge for his wife, but like even in the in that first scene where he uh he loaded the the button of the penny or whatever in the uh, in the bullet catching trick. Yeah. And shot the dude's fingers off like yeah i, I think like, that maybe a little overboard but slightly warranted you know i mean yeah, you got to get the guy something for that
1: yeah i would have said Hugh Jackman but then as soon as he found out that he was basically he Christian Bale had a life and he had this new trick right deck i don't know it kind of like went out the window and then he was just obsessed and then even in his own obsession he was hurting people around him yeah like originally you know scarlett johansson's character was in love with him and he sent her away yeah because her she all she was good enough was to go find out what he's doing yeah go 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 whatever do whatever you need to do to find out his trick and, then and even her character you
0: know. had a little twist. I thought that was kinda cool.
1: You know? Yeah.
0: But I think what, that I think the taking of his daughter was the final straw where you're like, Okay, Hugh Jackson exactly. is officially an asshole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, I think they both I think the point is they both let it go way too far, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I would yeah. say Michael actually Michael kane is is the hero. There you go. Yeah. In the end, in the end he did what was right.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely take that one. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you're you're kind of trying to decide which one to go for the whole movie, and and it's hard to to root for one or the other, and so it's sort of fun to watch that way. Sure. Because you're just watching one guy get one up on the next dude, kick him while they're down.
2: He's going to get back up on the other one, you know.
1: You guys uh, ready for
2: ratings? Yeah, I think we, I think we are.
1: Uh, Sure. Philip, I believe you went first.
2: Hmm. What kind of rating
0: do I give this one? I really like it, man. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think that it was uh, definitely, definitely worth a watch. If you've never seen it, then we've completely ruined it for you, and you should probably still go see it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's hard hard to believe this was 10 years ago. It doesn't feel like 10 years ago.
0: I had totally forgotten what the ending was, so it was kind of fun to watch again.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. I probably am right there with you. I'm gonna give it a 7.5. Also, this movie is well acted, well directed, well shot. And like you said, if you haven't seen it, there is a lot of twists and turns that we just ruined for you. So
0: but it's still (laughs) a good movie
1: to go check out. It's, it is it's concerns,
0: like even if you know it, go watch it. I'm telling you totally, it's a
1: good movie. totally forgetting about this movie and rewatching it now it it's it's shot up there as far as uh, movies Nolan has done, so right yeah, it, it's it's I give it a seven point five it's it's a great movie,
0: yeah, like I wasn't super excited that we were watching this one until I started watching it, and then I was like, this is really good
2: <sighs> yeah it's it's not my favorite. Nolan movie by far. I mean, I, I, you know, Memento continues to be my favorite of his movies. But Batman Begins. Well, yeah, that Batman Begins was begins was so so. Uh, I thought the the what was it was it the Dark Knight Rises. Which which one had the the Heath Ledger performance in it? The Heath Ledger, that yeah, was Dark Knight. Okay, yeah that that one was probably my second favorite, and then Inception. But th- this would probably be right after that. Um, I mean, it's a good, solid movie, and it, it definitely, you know, he, he does a good job writing these scripts with his brother. They obviously make a really good team, so I'll, I'll give it a—I'll give it a strong 7 out of 10 and would definitely recommend, a, you know, anybody who hasn't seen it to, to check this thing out.
0: Yeah, at this point, you can pretty much watch any Christopher <clears throat> Nolan movie. He's like Michael Bay.
1: You know? Yeah, I'm, I am really interested in his uh, war movie coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dunkirk. Have you guys seen that trailer? No,
2: no, haven't heard about this. Yeah, it's they're it's a it's a little off.
1: teaser, but I'm not going to give it away. It's a little teaser, but I, you feel something by watching these soldiers. They're in one of those uh, I forgot what they're called, the little ships that, as soon as they land on the beach, the soldiers come running out. Like you know the, what I'm talking the about? Normandy
2: ships. Yeah, oh, there's wow. a, a little this scene.
1: Yeah, there's a little scene in there that you you kind of just. Like oh my gosh, you know you kind of just get that feeling.
2: Kind of like Saving oh. Private Ryan.
1: Yeah. So um, and it's Christopher Nolan, so I I'm, he he has my faith. So
0: Christopher Nolan in a in a World War II movie,
1: I'm down.
2: Yeah, sounds good, man. Well, you guys ready to move on to our uh, our feature film this week?
1: Yes. Let's do it.
2: All right, so Doctor Strange is the newest uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe film. It was directed by Scott Derrickson, also known for Hellraiser Inferno, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and Sinister. Writers were Scott Derrickson and John Spates, who also wrote together Prometheus and the upcoming films Van Helsing and The Mummy. Um, Trivia here, before becoming the Sorcerer Supreme... Stephen Strange, in the movie, received training at an eastern monastery. Uh, True story, Benedict Cumberbatch spent his gap year volunteering as an English teacher at a Buddhist monastery in Darjeeling, India. He had stated that the experience was very profound and influential in his life, and he sought to draw from this experience in preparing for the role. Morgan Freeman, Ken Watanabe, and Bill Nye were all considered for the role of the Ancient One. So that's kind Bill of interesting. Nye. Uh, oh, know, that Bill, Bill Nye. Nye he, not Bill Nye the science guy. Bill Nye. Not the science the, uh, guy. Okay. Oh.
1: <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that would have been a completely different movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: wait, here, here's something interesting. Uh, director Scott Derrickson. Guess
1: what this a, tape does.
2: <laughs> director Scott Derrickson is a big fan of Doctor Strange. Uh, Yeah, he probably would have gotten Neil deGrasse Tyson to show up in a cameo for sure, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the director, who's a big fan of Dr. Strange, spent his own money on a concept video. He pitched to Marvel so that he could get the job of directing the film. I guess it worked out. Cool. Um, Speaking of astrophysicists, not Neil deGrasse Tyson, but Adam Frank, served as a science consultant on the film to advise on how to portray changes... In the human experience of space and time, Frank also helped Marvel conceive their ideas for the multiverse, as well as suggest dialogue and brief stances for the character. So that's Doctor Strange, the newest Marvel film. And uh, Brian, we know you're a big Marvel guy. How, how, how well did this one fit into the universe?
1: Um, I wish I had a sounder of somebody hitting a home run because Hell this movie yeah. was a home run for me. <laughs> it was good. It um, they have you know, I'm tired of hearing everybody every time they're about to introduce a new character into the whole MCU. Right. Every you got these haters out here that this is this is Marvel's first flop coming up. You know, they said that about Guardians.
2: Oh, that's right. And then, they said and then that when about Guardian Ant Man
1: Yeah, Ant Man. I'm Ant-Man. pretty sure I mean the next couple of new characters that are gonna be introduced. I would say they would say that about Black Panther, but not after Civil War. Right. So they're probably going to say it about Captain Marvel, that she's going to be the flop. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they will. Marvel
0: Marvel has has done no wrong. They have a formula,
1: and they stick to it. Yeah. And And I I don't see them going...
0: With a different cast, this may have been a totally different movie. But, dude, they nailed... Every single person that was in this movie was awesome.
1: Yes. I, the only one I kind of maybe thought I was going to have a problem with was Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. Uh-huh. But she, she kicked ass in this movie. I think she, she did.
2: And Yes, yeah, she, she might have been my favorite part of the movie, actually. The dude that played the bad
0: guy, the one that played Hannibal, and he was in... Oh, uh, uh,
1: Mads Mikkelsen.
0: Yes, he was in something else I just watched too. That guy is incredible. He is a killer bad guy. I think he could be a great good guy. He's just an amazing actor. Oh, he's Rogue gonna, One. He's in. He's, he's, coming, he's in yeah, Rogue, Rogue one. one. Yeah, he Look the looks the
1: guy. The guy that invented the in that the one. Death Star.
0: Yeah, he's he's working on the Death Star. He's gonna be a main character in Rogue One. I I love that dude. Ever and- since I saw him in Hannibal that's it man I'll I'll watch this guy in any film that he's in
2: have you guys ever seen a a little bit older film called Valhalla Rising
1: you know I've heard of it I heard it's pretty violent yeah I've heard of it
2: it's very violent I'm usually not a big Nicholas Wending Riffin fan although a lot of people are But this particular movie, I thought was fucking awesome, and it's basically all about him. He plays um, a—I think he's a Viking, but he's um, definitely—you know—he's definitely in like a a group back in the Middle Ages that's um, that's involved in basically raping and pillaging. And he plays a character named One Eye, and he's basically the whole movie is built around his character, and he is. Fucking genius in this movie. If you guys get a chance, you really should see it. There's almost no dialogue. In fact, I think I read that there's like basically one page of dialogue in the entire two hour two hour movie. Wow! But he really does a good job. If you if you guys get a chance, y'all should check that out.
0: Well, this guy's been in a thousand different things. What he's he's like Swedish or Norwegian or something like that?
2: I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah he was, uh, uh, One of he those. was a he was a bo- uh, Bond villain. In a Casino Royale? Oh
2: yeah, and he was a Bond right. villain in
1: Casino. The, he makes the guy that play play. Had, was like
0: crying blood or something. Yeah. Well he just but he, I, yeah. he's, he's been in a lot of movies in his in his home country, whatever that was. Because I remember looking him up after he was in uh, Hannibal. And right? uh, man, he's 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 got a pedigree that nobody else has. So he is definitely uh, on his way to really kicking ass in American movies. And there's no stopping this guy. He's going to be in everything from now on.
2: Hey, Brian, he wasn't the bond villain that used the whip and had James Bond put his nuts through the bottom of the chair and whipped him. Was he?
1: That was him. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> That's a tough ass
0: James Bond right there. Right. <laughs> Don't we just think about Daniel Craig now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but in in the, as far as the marvel movies go this is uh this is right there in the middle for me oh okay this is uh like i said uh everybody was well casted um yeah gosh i cannot say his name yeah he was I good he was great at that I is love another everything that he does. Yeah, that I was gonna say that too. That that is another actor. Like when I hear he's in a movie, even if it's a movie, I'm not interested in. He makes me want to check it out. Yeah. Right. He was in uh, Serenity. Yes. You remember that one?
0: Oh yes. man, he was great in that movie. This guy is amazing, and uh, it looks like he's gonna be a pretty big villain um, in uh, things to
1: come. Yeah, looks we'll, we'll right. talk about that in spoilers. Yeah. So we'll. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, what are well, you talking about? Uh, Philip, he was he was the good guy, man. He's the one who brought Doctor Strange on board, man. What do you mean villain? Come on.
0: They they give you his name at the beginning of the movie if you know Marvel, then
2: Okay, fair enough.
1: I also like Rachel McAdams in this. I thought she was yeah, good in it too. I did too.
2: That's that's I, the one thing I'll I'll disagree with you on. I I thought she was real plain vanilla in this movie. And I've I've seen her do so much better. Like in, uh, what what was the uh, the the crime show that was on HBO that she was in? You guys,
1: oh, uh, True Detectives.
2: Yeah, True Detectives. Oh. I, I thought she was great in that. I I, I think she's
1: she she's was a- she was the only good part of that show
2: of yeah, that season. Yeah, true enough for that she particular didn't season, you? but she. She's a better actress ah. than she was in this movie. She, to me, it, it was like she always had to be rescued by by Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? She would be in peril, and she couldn't well, get herself not, out of it. She would have to rely on, on on Doctor Strange to pull her out.
0: That's not her fault, man. That was that's 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 writing. That's not her. I think. Yeah, hey, I it's, agree.
2: I agree, man. But well I'm just saying character. that that character didn't do a whole lot for me.
0: Yeah. I can see that, but I think that she was she was kind of meant to play playing vanilla. And she sorta struck the same chord as uh although I, I think that they did it a little better in the Daredevil series.
1: Right. Um, what's her name? That was actually a big confusion because there's a, a character in the comic books called the Night Nurse.
2: Yes. And yes. a lot
1: of people thought that was gonna be her.
0: Well, but- because they changed the name up a little bit.
1: I yeah, know it's pretty much that. it's Rosario Dawson in the Netflix series as the night nurse. Yeah, they, yeah, they actually say. they
2: actually refer to her as the night the night nurse in Luke Cage.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, but I well, know there was that's, a, there was that's a, a lot. real character, and that's what uh, that like the Christine character. That's 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 what she's supposed to be, right?
2: Yeah, but you guys are referring to Claire Temple, and she's in a whole bunch. As a matter of fact, she joins the Defenders at one point in the comic book. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Claire Temple, she's basically if you read Marvel comics, she's the one who kinda like takes care of the uh, the heroes when they get hurt and they don't want to go to a regular hospital because of the yeah. questions.
0: Well, but the character that uh that she played in the in the Doctor Strange movie, I I I don't think is a real character. I think that it was made up for that movie.
2: Oh, okay. Might have might have created it for the movie, huh?
0: Yes, I, and I think it was a mixture of that night nurse character, okay. and uh, and somebody that was in Doctor Strange because they they had somebody that was in uh, in Doctor Strange that did one of the scenes kind of word for word, uh, okay in the comics, but it was but she was named something completely different. Interesting. Okay. So, but that's where doing a movie like Doctor Strange, they can give they can do uh, they can have a little bit of freedom. You know, with uh, with changing up the script a little bit. Because mm-hmm. there's not as many nerds that are going to flip out over that. <laughs> because, I mean, who knows all about Dr.
2: Strange? Yeah he's, I, a, he's me, a different, yeah, he's a different type of character, you know?
0: Well, it was like the Ant-Man. You know, they, they could have taken a totally separate approach to Ant-Man. Because how many people follow Ant-Man right now? Very few. Yeah. So I think that that's where they succeed with these uh, lesser known characters, you know, Mm -hmm. and because they have a little bit of freedom to do what they want to with them without getting, you know, a whole lot of shit from the from the nerd universe. How,
1: How did you guys see this movie? Did you guys see it in 3D?
0: I did. Yeah, I think it was totally worth seeing in 3D. Hey, guys, by the way. If you're going to go see the movie in the theater, go see it in 3D. Go see it right now. This weekend, I'm telling you,
1: worth yeah, it. Uh, another podcast I listen to, uh, The League of Geeks, they, uh, to put it this way, uh, they kept it green going to see this in 3D. Okay. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> from what I understand, that's the way to go see it. <laughs> that All might right. be the way to do it. Because there sense. was some there was some images in this movie that was really trippy you,
0: you oh the was, whole thing looked like a big old acid trip i'm telling you
2: yes. Yeah, i saw it i saw it in like uh just regular <laughs> i didn't see it in 3d i saw it in just regular 2d and i i was pretty tripped out by by the by the visuals especially uh in the early parts of the in the movie you know we're gonna get into spoilers here in a minute but I thought like that very beginning scene, which we could probably talk about now, where they're kind of chasing the guy through London. I thought that yes. was really cool, man. That was awesome, dude. The way those buildings kept kind of like sliding together, yes. and you know, he okay would, he would go down one corridor, and then all of a sudden they'd be walking on the on the side of the wall instead yeah. of straight down the hallway.
0: Look, no yeah. joke. I'm not a big 3D movie guy. Like, I'll see them if if they're worth it. And you know, I right. saw Avatar in 3D because that's what everybody said. Yeah, did. I did too. I think that this is is a movie that is worth one of the few that is worth seeing in 3D. Like, go to the theaters, go see it in 3D, like now, because it's
1: going to be way better than renting it out on DVD.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, everybody I've talked to about this movie had recommended it in 3D. I believe uh, I believe Kevin has seen it in 3D. If I'm not mistaken, right? It was kick-ass, man. Yeah. I
2: I might have to go check it out again in 3D, the the way you're selling it, Philip. Yeah, I think I'm gonna
0: rewatch it. Like I went and saw the the latest Star Trek in 3D, and I thought that was pretty cool. But this one was like, it it feels like it was made for that.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that it was, man. I mean, it, it really looks like it was filmed that way for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: All right, you guys ready to give ratings before we move on to the second half of the movie?
1: Yep, let's do it. Sure. All
2: right, Brian, you go first, man.
1: I am going to give it a solid eight. I really enjoyed this movie. Not bad. I th- I think in time it might actually move up on my MCU ratings as far as movies. Um, I did have a problem with as far as uh, a certain villain in the movie, but we'll get to that in spoilers. Okay. I think it's a common it's a common thing that happens in Marvel movies or at least uh, the MCU movies. But um,
2: Ooh, I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Yeah, every- to, um, your- yeah. Every everything
1: was great in this movie. Right. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Yeah, I'll All right.
2: uh, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a seven. Um, I will say it's as good as, uh, you know, the Prestige. Um, It's a completely different movie, obviously. Um, I really do enjoy the standalone, and you guys talked about this earlier, I I really enjoy the standalone hero versus the team uh, stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy would be like the one exception where I thought that was... I would give that a really high rating for a team, but like the Avengers and the uh the the newest Captain America and stuff like that I think they just go kind of overkill so many characters that you can't focus on any one story but I thought right. this one did a really good job I love the way they made him so arrogant at the beginning and then he kinda yeah. had to eat a little bit of crow once he got into that that astral dimension and kind of understood he's not the be-all and end-all but yeah I'll, I'll give it a strong seven
0: yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I like the uh, I like the message behind it that look, it's not all about you, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's about the greater good. Sometimes it's about other people. Sometimes you have to open your mind and uh, and see things that aren't right in front of you. And uh, I, I really like most of this movie, man. I. I I'm going to give it Man, can I give it an 8.25 because I was really, <laughs> Sure. Why not? Like I really want to give it an 8.5, but it's I, I mean it's kind of pushing it, but uh I I okay, I'll tell you what. I'll go in I'll go 8.5. I think it was a really good movie. I think that uh I think it was on par with uh with Ant-Man and I really enjoyed Ant-Man. Paul Rudd is one of my favorite actors. And uh I, it it's it's right up there. I think that it'll be a part of the Marvel universe for a long time to come. And uh on a on a character that is not as sexy as uh, you know, Wolverine and and Deadpool Spider-Man. and Spider Man and all that stuff, you know? I, I think it's I think it's cool that they picked up this random ass character from the Marvel universe and uh and made a really kick-ass movie with benedict cumberbatch who is amazing as amazing as mm-hmm. uh mads who is the uh the villain right, right. i, I the, the whole cast was just incredible and i think it's got uh a whole lot of potential. this is a motherfucking spoiler alert you've been fucking warned this is a motherfucking spoiler alert You've been fucking All right, bored. folks,
2: if you're still this here, that fight. means you have either seen Doctor Strange or you're just ready to get spoiled, because here we go. So there was a lot of weird stuff that happened at the end of this movie for sure. And I think we wanna start talking about some of it at this point, but who, who wants to who wants to get the ball rolling with um with some of the stuff that happened toward the end? And uh, actually Brian, you wanna you wanna start because you were talking about some issues with the villain? okay um, I
1: wasn't talking about uh, Cassilius, uh, Mad Mickelson's character um, uh, the little I know about Doctor Strange uh, one of his big villains is uh, what is his name, uh, Dormammu right I liked his whole scene I thought it was funny, I thought it was you know, right. creative The the being trapped in the spell but I just, for a, a major villain for Doctor Strange, I kind of felt like he was a throwaway
0: yeah, I will absolutely agree with you on
1: that. I, that was one of the issues that I had too. It and was this. The, is,
0: it felt like an afterthought.
1: Yeah, and this is a common thing with the villains, with most of the villains in the MCU. Because I mean, if you go like the Guardians, you know, Ronan was a throwaway character, and Ant Man, Yellow Jacket. We didn't even get Yellow Jacket until like the last ten minutes of the movie.
2: Oh, mm. how true! How true!
1: and besides like loki and i can't even say thanos because he hasn't done shit yet not yet so other than loki everybody's just just been
0: a background for the yeah
1: i mean i understand they're building to this amazing avengers 3 that is probably just gonna blow my mind to have all the characters in one movie probably not (laughs) you
0: don't don't (laughs) think so i don't know they're 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 putting all their eggs in one basket and that scares me
1: yeah i i can see that but they they said they have they have a plan for phase four after that they're they just need not an announcing a stone series and it, and it needs to not involve every single effing character that's in the marvel universe right well that's that, that's that's what we're getting Mm-hmm. yeah but
2: they, yeah they've already said it's gonna be one movie now. It's not even gonna be uh it's not even gonna be two movies anymore,
1: yeah I heard there's gonna be upwards of over sixty characters in this movie oh, wow. one movie yeah, I mean that
0: may be epic. Uh, they're gonna have to make it <laughs> three hours long, which is hard <laughs> well
2: I, word for it huh?
1: knowing what I know about the the infinity stone the the story uh there's gonna be people dying in this movie, Well, yeah. yeah. Because I believe, spoilers, I believe in the comics he wipes out half of the population. Thanos? With well, the, with the-
0: I mean, if you go with the comic book stuff, the Civil War stuff didn't happen the way that it was supposed to.
1: Yeah, you know? they, because they didn't have access to all the characters at the time. Well, that too. And plus, but, uh, you know, you're not killing Captain America right now, at least. Yeah, or killing a bunch of kids in a school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, back to what I was saying. Uh, I just, yeah, Dormammu. I I just felt like it was a throwaway character to something that could have been much bigger, which I'm sure we'll see him in another movie. Yeah, but
0: you're right. He gave up real quick. It was like, ah, I really don't like to see you in front of my face. We're yeah, it's quit. Well, <laughs>
2: now, wait a minute, guys. In all in all fairness, couple couple of things here. First of all, we probably won't see him another because he remember he promised he'd leave Earth alone at this point. Oh but well, more, he more to the point. Was- more importantly, more importantly. So you guys, and, and, I, and I got that feeling, too, just because it was a two-hour movie and they had to cut it off at some point. But how do we really know he gave up that easily? How do we know that Doctor Strange hadn't been playing this mind game with him for, like, you know, 6,000 years or something in his mind? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they, they just kind of fast-forwarded through. Just They only showed us, like, what, five or six scenes of him coming back and doing the same thing over again? But yeah. they kind of implied that he, he had it going on for a really, really, really long time. They just didn't show yeah. us that on the film, you know?
0: Yeah. That's that's true. I'll, I'll give them that at least, but it it seemed like they had built up this ginormous, you know, end-all, be-all beings that was going to take over the universe. Right. And then they had a, you know, two-minute fucking montage and that was the end of it you
2: know what i mean <laughs> right
1: <laughs> yeah another another scene i want to jump to is uh in the early part of the movie i really enjoyed dr strange as an actual doctor yeah the first thing cool. that the first thing that popped in my head was house
0: really? yeah it looked like a it looked like one of those like house or uh or like gray's anatomy kind of kind of series
1: yeah cuz uh, i'm watching this I'm watching this and I lean over to my, cause my wife was a big fan of the show and I'm okay. like, I'm I, I see house right here because of he house? was a little bit. He he was a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. Right. House and then was he a does, good show. Yeah. And then he has a house moment where he's looking at some x-rays and he immediately figures out what's going on. Doesn't yeah. tell nobody. And he's like, does oh, the surgery. So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does the surgery and talk shit to the guy as he's doing surgery and I'm like that was a total like Hugh Laurie House moment right there yeah
2: it
0: was and you know what i mean the cocky thing can work if 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 you can pull it off
1: and uh thank you yeah, he, he, he yeah he yeah he to be a dick even after his accident Yeah, Uh, to Rachel McAdams' character because he was like... Because
0: it was like, okay, you're going to be an asshole but you don't have the same skills that you had before. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of him as a doctor. You know, we kind of just brushed through that real quickly and got into the accident.
0: Well, yeah, I I think it was... It's a quick backstory, but they had to make a big uh, they had to make a movie out of it and I think Marvel has uh has has taken cues from what DC has done wrong. And yeah. uh they didn't turn this into a three hour movie because as a three hour movie this would have sucked. You yeah. Know? It would've been they would have, have kinda of drawn on too long. Yeah, and I, I think that they did exactly what they should have done with it. With I mean, you know, I, I still have the same complaint as you did with the Dormammu thing. That was, that was really my uh, my. Okay, the Dormammu thing and the uh, letting him into this secret secret society of sorcerers thing. You know what I mean? It was like this is fucking open house. I mean, he just like walked in there with no problem, and they're just showing him secrets. And like, yeah, Are you no, talking, about, so. in library, Are you no, talking about in the library with Wong? Are you talking in the library with Wong? At the very beginning of the movie, when he first, when he first found the place. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, and,
2: at least at least they did lock him out. You know, he they he he did have to get back into the place. You know.
0: Yeah, but they had already shown him like some magic shit before that. You know what I mean? Oh, that, it, that's
2: that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, that that scene where she first. Put you know she pushed his chest.
0: And yeah, his and put him into the astral plane. How
2: how fucking awesome were the graphics in that though, huh? Oh yeah, that no, it was super cool. Was trippy.
0: Yeah, it, but I'm saying if if you're gonna come into, I mean, I I get that he's made this trek to this secret society or whatever for right? that long, but if it's really a secret society, why are they gonna let this random white dude in here and then you know? push him into his astral plane so that he knows that the shit exists. Of course he's going to sit out in front of the I would sit out in front of the step for that long. If uh, if somebody did that shit to me, I'd be like, all right, yeah, you're going to teach me.
2: Think about it. She's the ancient one. Don't you think she has at least some feeling or some, she, she's got to at least in some way realize that he's somebody special.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It was just I. I feel like he. I feel like he got into the club a
1: little too easily. Well, I what is felt this, like uh, he was more
2: Sons of Anarchy. He got into the I, club.
1: Yeah, in the club. I thought exactly. it was more of uh, Mordo Mordo. Is that his name? I. Th- I felt like it was yeah, more Mordo. him. Right, bringing him. Well, in yeah,
0: he definitely because... pushed it. And I, I'm sure that you know they they would have spent a little more time on the development if they had more time. To True. spin on the development, you know, I mean, because they probably said, "All right, we're going to set it to a two-hour limit, right?" And uh, that's going to be it. Wh- which I think was a so good idea. I think it was absolutely a good idea. And so, and so I think that there's a couple of scenes that suffered, and I think that was one of right. them. And I think that the uh, I agree, the Dormammu scene suffered a little. They, they made but, it a
2: little. Uh, t- you're saying they made it a little too easy. It, it, it yeah, appeared, I think right? that the they, they, they made
0: feel- it a little too easy to get in. And uh and and then I think that they made it a little too easy to beat the bad guy. And okay, uh, I fair think, enough. But that's that's really about it. Those are the only downfalls that right. I can.
2: Well one, thing, can about, one punch thing about one thing about Mordo that we can all agree on, yeah, bring he brought Doctor Strange in. He's he's definitely the hero of the movie, right, Brian?
1: I would I would say so. He's uh I was just about to ask you guys, how do you feel about when you first meet his character till where we see that final after credit scene
2: i think that unfortunately he is he it, it you know what there's a lot of similarities to star wars here with jedi training
1: do you feel he's justified for thinking uh, the way he does no no to...
2: evil evil is never justified man but well it happens
1: but i mean i kind of see what he's saying because he was lied to I can, I, can one. See, I can see where he's coming from. Because you know? she she drew from the Dark Force right. to stay alive. Then, I mean, I understand her reasons, but well, he kind of felt and, like everything that he was told was not as it seems. And well, he kind of really upholded the, uh, everything he was told. That's what fucked him up. Because
0: one of the things that he said in the movie is, you cannot imagine the things that I've done. You know, right. so he has been a bad guy before and the way that he has to see the world the way that he functions is in black and white and good and evil and when you throw wow. Gray into that mix it fucks him all up
2: right well and, it's, de- it's definitely a very complicated situation for sure
0: Yeah. so I think I, I think that that's where he comes from. And so I, I, I really like him as a villain, actually. Mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah, I, I'm really interested to see where his character goes. Yeah, because I, he's
0: he's one of those villains that you can't stop with logic. Like, he's got an idea in his head, and that is the way that it is, you know? And... Maybe he's not too far off base, but maybe he is, you know? The point is, he's going to do what he thinks is right.
2: Well, it seems like he's going to be around for some time to come.
0: Yeah. I hope he is, because I really like that character. I really like the actor.
1: Yeah, now moving uh, to that mid credit scene, you guys can agree that Thor can toss him back, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, boy. That was... When I saw him doing that, man, I was like, "Okay, Thor's my boy." That's that may be my costume next Halloween. <laughs> and, and,
1: and Doctor Strange refilling it. Now that's a magic trick right there.
0: That was a magic trick. That was that was like, okay, all right. I I want to know how to do that because I would use it for bad stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, you talk about a party trick, huh?
0: So, uh, all right. So the the Thor and the uh, and the Doctor Strange thing is that going to work into something in the near future?
1: Yeah, uh, from what I'm reading, uh, Thor Ragnarok seems like it's going to be an amazing movie because we apparently we're not just getting the Hulk in it. We're going to have Doctor Strange. Oh, perfect. okay. And it sounds Ooh. like they're going to be working with Loki.
2: That's what I heard. Yeah, they're actually going to so. kind of be on the same team, right? Yeah. See, this,
0: when you once you hit Avengers territory, and and you have all of these big name people, I mean, you're talking about Paul Rudd and Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch and uh, freaking I I mean, th- how many big names are in this movie?
1: A lot. <laughs> it's gonna be
2: crazy. <laughs> yeah. A lot.
1: That's that's a lot of money
2: that yeah, they're they investing. A lot of money in. to spend yeah. for sure.
1: They're gonna make a lot of money too. Well, yeah, that's true and it's pretty much guaranteed to do it. But yeah, this scene was building towards uh the next Thor movie, which I heard is just going to be crazy cuz I heard we're going to get we're going to get Hulk in like Gladiator armor. Uh we're going to possibly see the destruction of Asgard. Wow. And it's uh
0: it I'm sounds like I'm excited to see a Hulk movie. With uh, the new dude, what's his name? Uh, oh, you
2: know Mark Ruffalo, the actor.
0: Yes, Mark Ruffalo. I really like Mark Ruffalo. I like him a lot better than Edward Norton. Yeah, uh, agree. I probably, I probably don't like him better than than the other guy.
1: Uh, you what's his name? Before Edward, before Edward Norton, yes. yeah, oh, yeah, Eric Bana.
0: Yeah, but that was a bad Hulk movie. Hey, that was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this, I, I really, he's really like really Mark. Good in Hannah, though. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's been really good in a lot of things. But hey, Mark Ruffalo has been really good in a lot of things. And I think that he True. plays a really kick ass Bruce Banner because he's kind of this meek, um, you know, kind of nerdy guy. And, and, and he pulls it off. And then uh, when he turns into the Hulk.
2: Kind of looks like him,
0: and mm-hmm. uh, he's tearing shit up, man I-, I think that they're doing it right.
2: gets a little angry, doesn't he?
0: yeah, yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> like me when I'm angry Hulk, that's a secret Hulk smash <laughs> <laughs> all right guys. I saw a uh, I saw a meme on uh, April twentieth, <laughs> which is four twenty and uh <laughs> the instead of uh instead of his line where he says that's my secret, I'm always angry. <laughs> He looks at the screen and he's like, that's my secret. I'm always high.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> thought that right, was worth All right,
2: cool. Me. So I think, I think we we covered this movie pretty well, guys. What do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. so. All right. So as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. For up to the minute news, reviews, and interviews, visit our F- Facebook page, which Brian lovingly takes care of, like pretty much every hour on the hour. He's got new shit on there. Uh, Nobody we're at go www.facebook.com forward slash The Horror Returns. And follow us on Twitter at at horror underscore returns. You can find us on Podbean at thehorrorreturns.podbean.com. Also, look for us on iTunes, and if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us so we can get those numbers up and continue to bring you guys bigger and better stuff. Speaking of which, we just got a huge box of the Horror Returns t-shirts in, in every possible size. So, what? I think it's going to be time to roll another contest out pretty soon, guys. What do y'all think?
1: Let's do it. Absolutely.
2: Maybe next week we'll roll a contest out, and next week...
1: Next week, we are going to be reviewing Arrival, and we're also going to be reviewing Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I'm stoked about all of it.
2: All right. First contact week, huh? Until the horror returns again. Good night.